103.9 WRBI Batesville, Greensburg, Brookville, Versailles now presents Southeastern Indiana's longest running and most listened to sports show, Coach's Corner. Broadcasting from the Coach Raver Corner at Ison's Family Pizza. Good evening, sports fans, and welcome to another episode of Coach's Corner. Broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza right here in downtown Batesville on George Street. When you drive by, blow a wave, let us know you're listening. And this episode being brought to you in part by Ison's Family Pizza, Garings, Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, Georgia's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bronze Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, Hurt and Elko, and the Cater County Memorial Hospital. It's got uh, quite the show lined up for you tonight. It's going to be an all-basketball show. Basketball all the time this time of year. We'll kick things off with Batesville ladies head coach Mitchell Taylor. And we'll head down the road to Milan and talk to their women's head coach, Carissa Voss. And then we'll close things out uh, with uh, Batesville boys Head coach Aaron Garrett, and as promised, kicking off the show is Coach Taylor with the Batesville Lady Bulldogs. Coach Taylor, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. How are you? I am well. Thanks so much for asking. And uh, coach, <clears throat> I know still early in the season, you guys put together a nice little three-game winning streak uh, there in the middle, one and zero in the conference. Um, Tell me about your team right now um, in terms of what are you seeing out on the floor uh, at game time, but probably more importantly, what you're seeing in practice every day. Yeah, um, I, I think right now with us, um, we, we've had some ups and downs as far as game to game. Mm-hmm. We did have that three-game winning streak, which is really nice to put together. It's something that this group hasn't seen yet. And um, we've also had some losses where we felt we didn't play our best. Sure. Um, so right now we're really working on consistency. And in practice, we're really trying to string together some good practices um, to just see how it carries over into our games come the weekend. Well, so, sounds like a, a, a solid approach. Uh, you've got the one game this week with uh, a conference for Lawrenceburg. Um, you guys, of course, sit on top of the conference right now. And this will be Lawrence's, Lawrenceburg's first conference matchup. So they'll definitely be hungry. You've got them at home. What are you anticipating heading into that matchup? Yeah, I mean, Lawrenceburg's had a great um, program for years now. Mm-hmm. And I, I know they had a really good team last year. We went to their place last year, and they beat up on us. So I know our girls are excited for the game. Um, and I know Lawrenceburg will be ready. Um, but we're glad that we get to play to, at our house this time, and we're hoping that we can get another conference win. When you look at that, that three-game win streak, and, of course, that included the conference win over – um, Connorsville. Um, if you had to pinpoint, what were some of the things that you thought really led to being able to get those those wins? Uh, I felt like that the, our Friday night game, and and I know you called that one against Jacksonville, was such mm-hmm. an emotional game. It was a it was close throughout, very up and down. Yes, um, they made plays, we made plays. We just ended up having the ball at the end, and we made one more play than they did. Um, and for us to be able to find a way to win get up the next day, travel to Connersville, um, and, and really just control the game for the most part throughout, um, I thought was a huge accomplishment for our girls. Um, a lot of them played heavy minutes right. Friday night and played heavy minutes on Saturday. So I was really proud of the, 
of their effort um, and just their mental focus to do what they needed to do to um, string together back-to-back ones like that. And when you get those game, those those back-to-backs, right, um, from your standpoint, how challenging is it to be able to manage that one game at a time, not look forward, not trying to oh, want to save this person? for You know what I mean? How, how difficult is that from where you sit? Those are definitely the thoughts that you have going into both games. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you get into the heat of a game, especially a game the, like the Jacksonville game that was really close, I mean, we were doing everything we could to, to win that game. Sure. Um, and then we thought we would deal with what we needed to do rest-wise the next day. Um, so going into the game, we definitely felt like if we could find spots to give our starters rest as we needed, mm-hmm. we did. It didn't really end up happening that way. <laughs> right. But on Saturday, we were, uh, kudos to my players. Um, they fought through some fatigue sure. um, and still played a really good game the next day. Good deal. Good deal. Um, <clears throat> now, when I'm again, I'm, I'm looking at these, these, these that three game stretch. Um, we talked about Jacksonville being an extremely close game, and then South Ripley, <clears throat> um, you know, you got a couple possessions there. Um, so we'll, we'll say relatively close. But then on Saturday, you know, you, you get a, a comfortable win uh, against a, uh, a, a conference opponent how hard is it when you have those emotional wins to not have the emotional letdown because it's been very easy let's take fatigue out of it right with that back to back it's been very easy to have that emotional letdown because you're right we 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 did have that game on wrbi and they left it out there <laughs> they gave all they had in, in that game and you could you could see it and just oftentimes You'll have that big emotional high on, on a game that you really, really wanted to win, and then you got to turn around and sort of somewhat reset that. How, how, do, how do you do that? How do you manage that? Uh, I think, I mean, the first part is just talking about with your team, mm-hmm. like airing it out, talking about how it's it's really easy for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as soon as, you know, our game finished on Friday, we talked about the win, we talked about the good things we did, maybe, and we also talked about some of the not-so-good things we did. Uh, but we talked about it right away. We got to move on to the next one. We got a game in less than 24 hours, and our girls had to be ready to play. So I think just talking it over with them, talking about some of the things they can prepare themselves physically, get plenty of sleep, make sure they eat and hydrate that night, sure. they're physically ready to go, and then also you know just taking a break and relaxing um, so that they can mentally get themselves ready for a game you know that was less than it was only about 16 hours after we had finished the Jacksonville game that Friday. Let's go inside the uh, inside the locker room, inside your team a little bit. Um, tell me some players right now, early in the season, that's really coming through for you, particularly in that that three game uh, win streak you had. Right. I mean, I I think it's been different players at different spots. Right. Um, our leading score score Allison Peters. She does just a great job of staying active on the boards. She really puts pressure on on other teams. Um, bigs because of how active she is and she looks to get downhill she's one she's one of those who can catch on the perimeter and get downhill or post up and make a move Mm -hmm. Um, so she puts a lot of pressure on the defense um, and she's one who is willing to run the floor for 32 minutes Um, another another one of my seniors Emma Weiler um, she's really one of our key leaders Um, she really leads by example for the most part Um, she plays hard for 32 minutes and um, 
she's had different games. She's undersized. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's had different games where she really takes a beating when she's driving the lane, um, trying to get fouled, get to the free throw line. Um, but she, she's someone who, who is really tough mentally and physically um, and, and does a lot of things for us. Um, another senior guard for, for us, core deputy, she um, – she really sets the tone for us defensively. She's usually somebody who, who guards the best player on the other team. Right. Um, and in our games that we've won, she's done a really good job of limiting and containing the other team's best guard, best wing player, um, and really setting the tone for our defense. So, again, it's relatively early in the season. You and I both know this team will morph and change as the season goes on. Um what are if again if you had to pick one what's one of the building blocks that you most look forward to being able to add to this this team to this makeup of what you're putting out there right now yeah i think the biggest thing with us uh, it's many one of the many things we've talked about in conversations before and after practice and after games is just consistency mm-hmm. um i don't i don't feel like we're we're at a place where we can say we're consistent and i think uh, it starts with our practice and being able to you know string together Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday practices are are as you know as good as they were at the beginning of the season as they are now. So mm-hmm. being able to be consistent and then being able to have that translate to the weekend and, and play consistently throughout the game, I think, is the one thing we really want to add to it. We feel like we've had some really good quarters in games and sure. quarters that haven't been very good, right. um, and and we just want to be able to find that consistency so that when it comes to the weekend. We can play four good quarters right. um, and, and play our best when it comes to those Friday Saturday nights. Last question I, I have for you, Coach, and it kind of builds off of of your comment there about consistency. You know, some of the other fall sports, in particular, you know, football, it's just so structured in terms of practice, 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 game, practice, 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 game. Right. Well, you guys got games that come up in the middle of the week of practice and. How difficult is it to you have this long term goal of these are the things we're working for working on so that when tournament time comes, you know we're hitting on all cylinders. But at the same time, you've got to work for this game. You've got to prepare for this game that's a day away. That that's got to be a a difficult challenge to kind of balance balance those those things out. Yeah, definitely. I, um, this week will actually be our first non-Friday Saturday game, so mm-hmm. I, I think it's a challenge for us, especially against a good team like Lawrenceburg. Um, I think one of the things that I, I try to make sure we do in practices is spending time to work on ourselves, right. as much as we spend on um, spend prepping for the other team. Um, right. We've just got to continue to improve our skill, our our offensive mindset, our defensive mindset. And some of those little things that you can get better at um, throughout a season, like taking care of the basketball and being more consistent, um, rebounding the basketball and having effort getting on the boards. So those are the things that we try to work on um, on top of, you know, prepping for that next game. So right. I, I think it's really important to always be ready for your next opponent, no matter who you're playing, who you're playing. But I also think you, you've got to spend time on yourself. Right. Otherwise... You know, you're just going to kind of plateau as the season goes on. And and those things will carry no matter who you're playing or whether it's regular season or tournament time. That's good stuff. Good stuff. Coach, as always, I appreciate you visiting with us uh, this week. Good luck against Lawrenceburg, and we'll talk again soon. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate you having me on. All right. That was Lady Bulldogs head coach Mitchell Taylor joining us here on uh, the show. We've got more Coach's Corner coming up for you in just a few seconds. Right after a word from our sponsor, you're listening to – Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com.
What the Fumella? Have you tried the new Fumella, a smoked mozzarella cheese from Ison's Family Pizza? It's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix. Fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from Wisconsin. Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizza's made-to-order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. What the Fumella? Nothing brings the family together like a home-cooked meal. Let Whirlpool and Maytag Appliances help you handle what the day brings. From smart cooking to dependable dishwashers, Garings has it all. With the largest selection of Whirlpool and Maytag appliances in the area, you're sure to find the perfect appliance for your cooking needs. Shop for the best appliances with the latest features at Garings today. Whirlpool and Garings, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. This is Ty Fleetwood, sales manager at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick, located at 950 North Michigan, Greensburg, Indiana. I want to invite you to visit us at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We have Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and home of the free old changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Stop in and give us an opportunity to earn your business. Thank you for shopping at Fleetwood Chevrolet Buick. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Stuff your stockings with savings on high-speed internet and more from Great Plains Communications. Connect with friends and family near and far. Stream your favorite holiday movies by the fire and shop till you drop online for those special gifts. Call 855-853-1483 or visit us online at gpcom.com slash holiday22 to learn more about holiday offers and speeds in your area. Offer valid on residential services only through 1-6-2023. Other limitations and restrictions may apply. We are here for you. At George's, we have respiratory therapists on staff that can help you rest easy. Our services include CPAP and BiPAP, the latest in oxygen technology, nebulizers, and more. Our professional staff will answer all of your questions and make you or your loved one feel at ease with whatever challenges you're faced with. Ask for us. Let our family take care of yours. Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza, continues. I want to thank all of our guests, thank all of our sponsors, thank Ison's for allowing us to be here. Thank all of you for listening in. From 103.9 WRVI. Welcome back, sports fans. Terrence Arney here for Coach's Corner, uh, broadcasting live from Ison's Family Pizza and... Coach's Corner being brought to you this evening in part by Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Hurt and Elko, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana REMC, and Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Just spoke with ladies head coach at Batesville, Mitchell Taylor, and they've got their hands full coming this week. Game on Thursday, taking on Lawrenceburg. Should be a good one. Uh, they're already, the Lady Bulldogs, 1-0 and in conference play. So at the top of the conference right now, Lawrenceburg. This will be their first conference game of the season. So they uh, are going to be kind of eager, if you would, uh, chomping at the bit to get something going there. Let's move on down the road to Milan High School. And joining us now on the program is Milan's ladies head coach, Coach Carissa Voss. Coach, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's nice to be here. It's always a pleasure. Um, 
uh, let's jump right into it. I overheard you speaking with uh, Coach Taylor on his way out. Talk to me a little bit about the makeup of the team. I get the feeling that this one is a young one yeah, for you. Yeah, so we um, actually, the other day, we just realized we don't have any girls on the team with their driver's license. So we are a we are a wow. super, super young team. Um, no seniors for the Lady Indians this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got two juniors. Uh, one is out hurt right now and so our makeup is mainly freshmen and sophomores um we've got eight freshmen on the squad five sophomores and two juniors so um everybody's getting you know five quarters a night Mm -hmm. and and really working hard to get to get better so super young team so you can look at that both a couple of different ways right because those younger sophomore and fresh they're getting some really valuable playing time absolutely when they may not normally, right, if you had four right, and five seniors right. playing time that they would not even see. Right, absolutely. And I've been really proud of our efforts. We kind of knew that our team was going to be young over mm-hmm. the summer. Um, I think our freshmen and sophomores and, and our couple juniors really did a good job this summer of showing up mm-hmm. um, and growing this summer to try to prepare for this season, knowing the battle that they had ahead of them. Uh, you know, we emphasize a lot that difference between seventh and eighth grade basketball and right. varsity basketball, and there's right. just a huge jump. And so uh, really trying to teach those girls, you know, the things that work to seventh and eighth graders don't work at the at the varsity level. <laughs> right. And so, um, you know, those groups have had some success at the lower levels. So they've got a little bit of that grit in them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they work really hard and, and are just super competitive, um, which just really adds a, an extra element that I can't coach. Right. So they're just really a pleasure to have in the gym. And they just they work really hard. And, and we're trying to close that gap. Right. So Yeah, we had we had yeah. some young ladies um, in earlier this year on another program and uh, they were it's their first year on varsity, but they were underclassmen. Mm-hmm. Um, and we asked them that specific question, what's the biggest difference and yeah. both of them hands out the speed of the game. Oh, absolutely. You know, they talked about just how hard the adjustment was to get used to how fast the the varsity game was versus what anything else they'd ever yeah absolutely and for us i mean another big factor is physicality oh yes i mean if you look at our lineup um we are just tall and thin and quick Mm -hmm. and um and so physicality has really been a huge issue for us that's something that has really been an emphasis that we've just got to we've got to bring it every single game right. and it's it's hard to work through when there's probably a 30 pound weight difference between right. us and every opponent because they're just we're tall and lanky and sure. you know and they've got three more years of uh, weightlifting on them than we do and right. so um, it's a battle that we're working through uh, I think we turned a really big corner on Thursday we went up to uh, Indiana Math and Science mm-hmm. super aggressive team yes. super athletic team um, really challenged us athletically Mm -hmm. and um we fought back and and got a win and we earned it and so it was really it was really good for the girls to to kind of match that intensity right um and so i really felt like we turned a big corner so yeah big difference and from where you sit coach what is that feeling like all week long you're preaching you're teaching you're coaching and then finally you see those things come to fruition in a victory and in some of your girls you see a light bulb go off yeah, right absolutely. and what what is that like oh my gosh it's so exciting and i'm just so proud of them cuz we've just seen a big just huge improvements every week mm-hmm. um, for our girls. You know, we set quarter goals. We don't even set game goals. We right. set, you know, there's four quarters in every game, and we're setting we're setting goals every quarter to try to just awesome. emphasize positives, look back on what we can learn each quarter, and try to move on from there. But just that feeling of trying to see things click, and when they start clicking, mm-hmm. I'm just I'm so proud of them, and they deserve it. And you know, we we emphasize that a lot. Like 
why not us? Why don't you deserve to win? And right. trying to change that mentality. Because I think for a long time, you know, at Milan, we've struggled with success at the yes. basketball, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the basketball. And so um, just changing that mentality and starting to see, hey, we can put some effort in and, and see some success. And that's all I want for them because they, they deserve it. They work really hard. So Good deal. Good yeah. deal. Um, I was looking at your schedule, and, and you have a very diverse and, I would say, somewhat aggressive non-conference schedule. Um, obviously, it's by design. Yes. What, what are your hopes yes, there when, with that aggressive non-conference schedule? Um, so I think just really getting us ready for conference play. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do have some really good teams in this conference that play aggressively, and so for us to, to not really take a night off as far right. as game nights go, and then with us being so young, um, challenging those girls at the game level. Because like I said earlier, you know, we practice really hard. We really try to emphasize, um, you know, that intensity and mm-hmm. that physicality. But there is a disconnect between how we're practicing and how we're playing games. Right. Um, our fundamentals have really improved over the summer. Um, and we're just really trying to close that gap. First, mm-hmm. So for us, those those challenges come in the games. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really how I'm seeing a lot of growth is those those tough challenges in the games and so it's really helped us grow as a team absolutely now correct me if uh, if i'm wrong or go astray your second year yes as uh, the varsity head coach yes. but yes. you've been coaching for quite some time i have i have been at Milan for a while so and kind of coached at every level so i've coached at fifth and sixth seventh and eighth and um was the jv coach for a little while under my dad so mm-hmm. Um, it's really been a blessing for me transitioning to head coach to kind of see what that program development looks like and how important your coaches are at every level Mm -hmm. and really what needs to be done at every level. And so uh, making that transition to the varsity coach, um, knowing all of that and kind of having some of those things in place, because I did have my hand in some of the youth stuff before, uh, really made that transition a lot easier. Um, And it just makes me value, you know, the coaches underneath me so much more. Certainly. So... Um, open communication with them and just, you know, setting standards that I want these girls to know before they get to me. And I feel like we've got a really great staff um, underneath me and that are working hard to meet the same goals as I am. So So I would imagine with those early touches and all along the way, I would imagine that gives you a certain level of buy-in from those players day one right yes, when yes. they get to you that's that's what we're trying that's what we're trying to do so um i can say with this freshman group you know they've they've had a lot of touches early on mm-hmm. and so um and then this the sophomore group uh, also had me as a seventh and eighth grade coach and then transitioned right into me as a head coach um at their freshman year so i can really see things starting to click as to how right. how we want to play basketball mm-hmm. um and it's made a big difference so i'm just really really encouraged for the future of the lady indians for sure yeah, and just from talking to other coaches, uh, parents, I understand that that in Milan, in the, the youth there, you guys have a very um, vigorous uh, youth program as, as far as basketball is concerned. Where you we are, do. I mean, y'all are catching them early, yes, early, early. We, we are trying to is get them early, as so early start, as fourth grade. So we have a skills camp that runs. Um, so I've got a, a great coach that runs our youth program, grades two through four. Mm. They do a eight week skills camp. Um, fifth and sixth grade we've got them playing games early on so i try to get them between like a 12 and 15 um, Mm -hmm. game schedule every year just so they are seeing games um, and understanding how that flows and then yeah seventh and eighth grade and then obviously on up so we try to get them in in the second grade uh that pool at milan is a great competition so we gotta gotta get a ball in their hand no doubt about that well that's that is um 
that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, I mean, at that early age. Yeah. To be able to, yeah, we're you know, trying to really get them in. We actually have a camp this Saturday, so uh, the girls are going to come in, and our varsity players are a part of that camp. Um, we're going to give those little kids some pizza and let them stay and watch our varsity girls. So really just hope that they're inspired by what they see. We've got some great leaders on the team. They're fun. Our team is fun to watch, mm-hmm. and hopefully they see that, and it encourages them to keep the ball in their hands. So. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. So you've got practice this week, but you got to kind of mix in a couple of uh, a couple of games as well. Uh, Tuesday, tomorrow night, you've got Southwestern on the road there. That's a conference game. Yes, and yes. then a, a non-conference tilt on Saturday um, against Edinburgh. Um, let's let's talk about the conference game with Southwestern. Uh, proud basketball tradition yep. there, no yes, doubt. Absolutely. But what uh, what what types of challenges does the Hanover team present? So we really just as a team as a whole every game we go into really no matter our opponent we've really got to match their intensity. Right. Um, you know I just feel like everybody comes out at Milan guns a blazing and, mm-hmm. and we've just really got to match that intensity. Sure. Um, really focus on controlling the rebounds. Um, it's something that sometimes we have a tendency to get a little lazy on. We mm-hmm. need a little um extra help reminding mm-hmm. our players that, that that's something that's really important and so i feel like if we can control the pace of that game and really can control the rebounding um what i really like about this team is at any given time i've got five girls that are capable of scoring right um and they're starting to buy into that right you know over the the last two games um early on we had you know there were two or three scores mm-hmm. and over the last two or three games you know i've seen six and seven girls putting points up in the book which is super encouraging to me because i've seen it all year And they're starting to buy into that. So, you know, emphasize rebounding tomorrow, controlling the pace, and just having that confidence in themselves is is really important for us. If we can believe in ourselves and really play how we practice, you know, I think it will have a good week. You you mentioned some scores that are starting to come to life for you. When you look back at the the season so far, um, who are some of the individuals that are really getting it done for you? Yeah, um, so we really have a great... I mean, we're, we're obviously really young. So we've got two freshmen that have really stood out here right out of the gate. They make a nice little inside-outside duo. Mm. Uh, Emma Voss and Kaya Rainier really like to share the ball with each other. Kaya works the inside. Um, they've played together for a while. They trust each other. They know each other's tendencies. And right. so really here out of the gate, they've been really great um, scoring leaders. And then we've had some sophomores that have really taken over these last couple of games. So um, – Autumn Morg really stepped up for us big last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Gabby Williamson that can come in and give some of our bigs a break. Uh, Anna Herzog is starting to really feel comfortable in her position and, and giving us another post look um, and is really developing well as another post player. And then we've got a girl off the bench, Kendall Bud, that can come in and, and really shoot some shots. Um, and then we've got another little freshman that can come in. You know, we've got <laughs> right. some girls that we can switch in and out and and can really be big scorers for us. So oh, that is that's good. Yeah, that, that's that nice. is good. Yeah. Um. So 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 let me ask you this, and and I asked Coach Taylor previously. You may have caught wind of that question. It it just seems to me that it would be a challenge to have. Pra- weekly practice it's going to sound silly when i say it out loud but to have practices interrupted by games yes in other words in your mind you're like well these are the things i want to work on this week but lo and behold you got a game mm-hmm. 
that you know that may require some spe- a specific game plan and specific practice just right. for that game. How how for for you as a head coach? Yeah. How how challenging is yeah, that? Yeah. So I mean, for me, I kind of welcome those breaks because with this young team, um, we really need that game time experience because mm-hmm. that's really where the disconnect is to um, for us. But um, you know, I feel like as we prepare through the week, mm-hmm. you know, we'll kind of mention what the other teams are doing, uh, prepare offensively, offensively, defensively a little bit, but like we're trying to master what we do well Mm -hmm. and so just really emphasizing you know bringing that um, intensity rebounding right uh, we have this little saying that we do we and so we're really working on that we do we and and carrying that over to every Mm -hmm. game and being consistent you know kind of like Mitchell said so just working on that consistency and um, developing those young players into varsity players so awesome well sounds like you got your hands full this week two games plus practice we wish you all the best of luck uh, against southwestern and against saturday with uh, edinburgh coming to town um folks if you want to see some great women's basketball check them out they'll be at home on saturday we are out yes. of out yeah. of town on tomorrow yeah. night but definitely uh check them out i got one last question yeah. and this one is gonna seem silly and weird too right. but this is this is just a me question <laughs> right. right do you think when well maybe i was gonna say particularly in your travel but i guess it could happen at home do you think your players in any way shape form or fashion feel any weight from the name Milan. In other words, that they feel the weight of this tradition that they've got to be good, they've got to be great. For heaven's sake, I'm playing at Milan. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that our players can can really wrap their head around the tradition at Milan. Right. I mean, they're so young. Um, we try to really to, to really push that into them. Mm-hmm. I feel like what we battle more is, and this is going to sound terrible, but the... Um, you know, it's been so long since Milan girls basketball has had a winning season. Sure. And so really trying to get them to not settle for that. Right. You know, we battle that, oh, well, we didn't win, lose by 20, so it's okay. And right. so really trying, we're, well, as a coaching staff, we're right. trying to instill in them that Milan tradition and right. how, you know, what that scope can look like. Um, but for them, I really think they just battle into just settling to being okay. Mm-hmm. And we're really trying to just change that mentality. Right. And I think this is the group that's going to get it done. I definitely see some light bulbs going off and and i like what i see from them so well coach we will definitely check in with you later down the season maybe close to to tournament town ripley uh ripley county tournament time to see how good i can hear the energy in your voice you guys are going places i can tell all right i think so too (laughs) i i believe in this group and i think they're starting to believe in themselves so that's that's the big thing they got to believe in themselves that is awesome well coach thank you for taking the time i know you got a lot on your plate and again we look forward to speaking to you later on down the road thanks for having me i appreciate it good luck coach that was coach carissa voss head coach of the lady Milan Indians. I probably should have said that the other way around. The Milan Lady Indians. They'll be in. Uh, uh, they'll be in games this week, Tuesday tomorrow night. They'll take it on the road to uh, Southwestern, and then on Saturday they'll have Edinburgh at home. Coach's Corner will continue. A couple of words from our sponsor. We'll be right back at it right after this on Country One Hundred Three Point Nine WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. dot 
Cecil from Ison's Family Pizza here. Breadsticks. If you haven't tried our breadsticks, you are missing out. Our made fresh daily breadsticks are fluffy Dunkin' Delights. Paired with our delicious cheese sauce, our house-made ranch, house-made pizza sauce, or garlic butter, we have breadsticks nirvana. You also got to try our new Fiesta Red Jalapeno Poppers. Sweet heat deliciousness. Available only at Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, is turning 50. Hi, this is Scott Lamping. Hurt and Elko is a team-oriented company. I want to thank our entire team, past and present, for making Hurt and Elko the leading provider of electrical, plumbing, heating, and cooling in southeastern Indiana. And to all of our customers from the last century, on behalf of all of us here at Hurt and Elko, we appreciate the faith you put in us and we will never take it for granted. Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox dealer, celebrating 50 years of excellence. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy at Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana REMC is now offering high-speed fiber internet to its members. Choose from our basic, plus, or premium residential packages with speeds from 100 megabits per second to 1 gig. Prices range from $64.95 to $109.95 per month, and there are no data caps. Get the connectivity speed you need at a price you can afford. Visit SEIREMC.com or call 1-800-737-4111 to check your address eligibility and to sign up for service today. Our friendly customer service representatives are standing by to take your call. SEI Fiber, connecting at the speed of light. Need a provider who really listens to you? Someone you can trust and know will answer your questions? The family physicians at Decatur County Memorial Hospital promise to listen to your concerns and are committed to giving you the personal attention you deserve. To make an appointment, call 812-222-DOCS or request an appointment online at dcmh.net slash request. Decatur County Memorial Hospital. The quality care you want close by. You are tuned to Coach's Corner. We want to thank uh, Cecil and his crew here at Ison's Pizza for allowing us to be here. We want to thank all of our sponsors who make this all possible. Go out and support them because not only do they make things like this possible, they keep your communities going and that's very, very important. 103.9 WRVI. Coach's Corner continues here live from Ison's Family Pizza. Thanks to the contributions of Margaret Mary Health, Bruns Gunsweller, Great Plains Communications, and George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment. We just spoke with Coach Carissa Voss, head coach of the Milan Lady Indians. And Coach Voss, her second year there at Milan, and you can already tell she is doing everything she can and in terms of changing the culture, changing to a winning culture there for that women's program, um, I thought it was interesting from talking to her. She's coached, I think, some 18 years in Milan. So she's had her hands on some of those young ladies uh, as early as fifth and sixth grade. And now they're in the, at the high school level playing varsity. And she's had an opportunity to see that growth all along the way. That freshman group that she spoke so fondly of, I tell you, when that group is our juniors and seniors, Milan 
Lady Indians basketball is going to be something, a force to reckon with. Mock my words. Um, it was uh, fun speaking with her, and we'll make sure we uh, keep tabs on them as they go throughout the season. And now let's head back up the road, back to Batesville, and speak with uh, the Bulldogs head coach, Aaron Garrett. And Coach Garrett, welcome to the show. Thanks. Great to be here again for another week. There you go. Uh, had a game last week. Evened up the season. One win, one loss. Um, hard, hard fought game um, against Greensburg and um, just a lot of ebbs and flows. Um, I think if I said to you a week ago, hey, there'll be 10 seconds left in your possession away, I think you'd take that. Yeah, and watching film back was telling because you, you think some things as you as you coach the game live and, and reflect on it, but as you watch film, if you had told me we would have forced them into 15-plus turnovers, we'd have held them to two threes, we'd have taken it. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we had, I think, 18 turnovers. Our only three of the game was the one at the very end of the buzzer with not enough time to, to get the clock stopped. So watching back film, can't, cannot question the boys' efforts. I thought on film today we failed forward in terms of seeing where the mistakes were made on on all fronts, whether it be on the offensive side, defensive side, some of our turnovers. And I, I think I've got a group of guys that, that hate to lose to Greensburg, mm-hmm. and we see what we can do better. And we've got a week now to get ready for a, a very similar Lawrenceburg team that's strong, physical. I scouted them Saturday night as they played Milan. And I think the game plan will probably be similar for for them against us in terms of using that strength and, and athleticism. you got some guys coming off a uh, state finals football run that will be in a week of better shape as they play us. Mm-hmm. So we'll have, our, uh, we'll have our hands full, and I'm excited to watch the guys bounce back. And one thing, I told you this on the air Saturday, and, and I challenged the guys with tonight. We didn't have a very good practice week last week for various reasons, mm-hmm. okay? But the challenge tonight after film was let's get Monday. Let's get Monday taken care of, and they, they definitely did. So that was a good sign tonight. Good, good deal. You said something to me a week ago, and and I heard you say it at the time, and I processed it, but I don't think I really fully grasped and understood it. We talked about looking forward to this Greensburg game, and you you mentioned that they might have the slight advantage because they were able to scout you and not vice versa. And within minutes of that game getting started, that's when it clicked, and I was like, oh, yeah, they, they've, they've definitely done their work scouting. Um, and it seemed like they were uh, just hell-bent on making sure Cole Pride didn't beat them. I would agree. As far as the scouting piece, to remind the fans listening, Greensburg's first game, which is typically North Decatur, that county rivalry got pushed because of North Decatur's football success. Right. So they had a week of to get ready for us after watching us play Jacksonville. We had no film on them. So we obviously we, we still scouted. We scouted last year's film and mm-hmm. actions. But a new group, right? Now they had some. They had they had some definitely some experience back, led by Dyer. Mm-hmm. Dyer um, really played well. Good guard. He's a family member of Michael Mincer that played here for Batesville and played really really well. But you could say if you're a Greensburg, you'd argue they started to go through those first game jitters, if you will. And sure, that's a real thing. Sure, for sure. But I think if you, have, if you had to average out the experience on the floor, I think Greensburg won that battle. I think it was telling at times. Like you said, when I, I talked to guys tonight on film, and Cole specifically, is you always had to adjust the way the game's called. Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Yeah. And it was a very, very physical game, I would say at least through three quarters. Yes. And I told my guys, when we get to the sectional, 
there's going to be at least four of the six officials that have not worked together. Mm-hmm. And then they're worrying about a high seat and a low seat official. They're worrying about getting evaluated, worrying about maybe getting chosen for the regional, which typically in my experience of 15 years results in very few whistles in a sectional game. It's going to be physical. Right. Right. And as I watch that game back, I, I, almost always the officiating evens out. Yeah. So they, that crew did a good job Friday of of – they didn't have an impact on that game. Right. Now, could they have called some things differently? Of course, but it's also our job as a coaching staff and players to adjust accordingly. Right. And I think you'll see as, as we as we face a, a physical Lawrenceburg team, I think you'll see a step in the right direction in that regard from Cole, not only Cole Pride, but also our other guys that are, a lot of them, God love them, are playing heavy, heavy varsity minutes for the first time in their career. Not to adjust to that. I think mm-hmm. you saw some of that in some of our turnovers. Some of our turnovers, probably three-fourths of our turnovers were, Absolutely unforced turnovers. Yes. And what I told the guys the silver lining of that is probably half of those were simply guys trying to make a play for their teammate, pushing the ball ahead, yeah. trying to get the ball, making an extra pass. So I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah. It's not like it's turnovers because the guy's selfish or not very skilled. It's it's the opposite. And just some things we can clean up and that we can control. So, yeah, when when you talk about Greensboro having an extra week, there's zone actions. Nothing nothing was unexpected in terms of they ran some zone actions but when you coach and play the zone long enough it's still going to get to the same spots right right and and you very astute of you guys on the radio after the game friday noticing that that timeout in the second quarter where we we covered up what was hurting us in the middle mm-hmm. and we were able to make a little bit of a run and i felt the game got away from us in the third quarter we started the third quarter with four straight turnovers right you can't do it right, right. in our zone and this group will get there when this group's going to be so hard to, to beat is when we have that five to eight point lead and we're still being able to play that zone. Right. And hopefully you'll see a difference this week as you watch our zone being played as far as shoring up some of the things, whether it be our slide, whether it be our, when that ball goes to the high post, our guards doing a better job of not looking in the high post, but getting out to their puncture boxes and covering up shooters. And we'll see more talking. Mm-hmm. In terms of, yeah, it's a zone versus a man-to-man, but there's a lot of similarities in terms of your head on a swivel, talking, communicating with your teammate. Can he stay bumped up? Does Do I have a threat in my corner? All those types of things. And with Cole Pride in the middle, we call it a goalie, right? Mm-hmm. The middle of that zone, it anchors us. Obviously, Cole's there. Jack will spell him at times. You'll see um, you'll see that position more active. Because so I think Cole's 6'8", but I think he was and, – and, He's a mountain of a man, yeah. but he's a he's also somewhat inexperienced. And I thought some of that showed, so I'm just excited because Cole's very cerebral, very smart. So just even talking through some things from film today, talking through some things on the floor, he just processes things at a high level. So you're going to see that dude just get better and better and better each week. And he, just like he did last year, mm-hmm. right? he was he was a split guy through, through uh, February, and he helped us really shut down a very offensively powered, powerful Franklin County team. That right. was just an offensive juggernaut. I think we held them to 35. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that was because his play in the middle. So it's just a matter of getting those reps. I thought he got two um, two very interesting calls, but he left his feet. Right. So it kind of bells out the official too. Right. But all those guys. Um, probably the hardest part Friday was all the, the shots right at the rim. Mm-hmm. I mean, right at the rim where they yeah. put backs, drives. But again, that comes with reps. That comes with reps. Comes with reps, and, and things will will work on offensive group breakdown all this week, just to get a high number of reps mm-hmm. and translate that into half court work, full court work, and see if we can finish better come this this Friday and Saturday. Speaking of which, so you've got this back to back this weekend. 
do you do you change anything in practice when you know you you got a back to back? I mean, you, obviously you can't sacrifice Friday for Saturday and vice versa. You you, you want them both. Um, it, from from where you sit, uh, what do you do differently when you got a back to back? Couple different angles to take this one. In my mind, every game is important, but Friday is definitely more important. Sure, so it's our first conference game, right? So it's crazy to have a conference game this early, but that's our schedule. And Lawrenceburg is a conference game, and we can't win the conference in the first game, but we sure can make it hard on ourselves if we drop that game. Right. So our attention will be very, very heavily squared on the Tigers of Lawrenceburg with this group. And I don't know if it happened yet this week, Terrence, but very, very quickly, depending how the learning curve goes, is we will start to dial back practice time earlier than I have in other years Mm -hmm. because the rotations aren't as long, right? We don't have as many guys rotating in and out. I'm very, very interested to see Friday from Saturday because these guys, both levels, JV and varsity, play a lot of minutes. Mm -hmm. And after that Jacksonville game, for example, they were were sore when they got up Sunday um, when we talked on last Monday. This week they got to get up on Saturday after playing a physical game Friday and and have a shoot-around. And Southwestern Hanover, they will... They'll do it. They'll do a one-one-three that flattens into a two-three. They'll do a one-two-two, very aggressive press, and that yeah, that ball is flying all over the court. Right. I've scouted them against Madison so far. I've got Columbus East to watch tonight with Southwestern Hanover. Now it's it's up and down. Uh, they there was fifty combined turnovers in that game. I think Whew. first game rivalry game. Right. Madison was packed. Right. But that's how quick. That's how fast the ball's moving. Right. They've got they've got three guys that can can really score it if, if we're not getting back and getting entrenched in our defense. So it's going to go. I think Friday will be a little bit more of a Greensburg game where it's it's going to be a grind game. It's a conference game where Saturday, from what I saw on film, and will has to take care of the ball. Otherwise, yeah. they'll they'll run us out of there. But a very free flowing game. So I'm as interested as you are to see how the guys bounce bounce back mentally. And how that translates to physically, and I gave the boys this compliment. As I think about, they all miss some shots at the rim, right? right. From from our guards to Gus and, and to Cade at the forward position. Sammy had a tough one in there. Uh, Jack and Cole missed some at the basket. All the way through the all the way through the to the through the roster, but they didn't let it. Even our turnovers, which were you could feel the crowd, ah, oh, mm-hmm. misses, ah, because mm-hmm. oh, everybody. These are great guys to cheer for, and, and shots were right at the rim. It's ah. Oh, what I loved watching live and on back on the film, we fell forward in real time. Yeah, the shoulders didn't sag, the heads didn't didn't bow. We just kept going and going, and that is a tough, tough thing for a teenage boy to go through. I think from yeah. what I've seen in the past, especially when we get down, we get down to that five to eight to ten point mark. Mm-hmm. You've seen that. That game could okay. have been eighteen pretty quick. Yeah, and we these guys don't quit. So a lot of positive things to build on, but that um. The practice piece, that's always a fluid thing. And sometimes we, we go a little bit longer than I expect, but my goal will be this week, if, we, if, we're, getting, if we're sharp on a segment and that clock, let's say it's a, an eight-minute segment, and we're good after five minutes, we're moving on. Yeah. And, and that's how this practice will go. And, but pretty quick, Terrence, I'll get it down to probably before Christmas break, even down to 90 minutes as we hit some of these double weekends right. coming up. Okay. Um, let, let's talk about the crowd a little bit because I did think um, – the crowd, they did their part, if you would. First home game, and that place was packed Saturday night. I mean, um, Greensburg traveled well, credit to them, but uh, the home crowd came to see some good basketball. They were treated to some good basketball, and they too stayed in the game. And I think when we got to that precarious spot when Greensburg's teetered on this 10-point lead, um, I think the crowd did their part in staying connected to that game, and obviously because of the product that was on the floor. 
but it ne- it never got away from him. It was ten. I even mentioned it on air. You know, hey, Bulldogs got to be careful here. We blink and it's a four point game. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, it's 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 the kids on the floor that are playing the game. But I was really impressed with uh, early in the season the crowd. I mean, it felt like a tournament play is what it felt like. All you had to do is from the marquee Greensboro Batesville. They, <laughs> they show what's special to me is I, I saw some of my former players in attendance, some of my parents of former players. Mm-hmm. So I just love how they show up. And yeah. not, not that they can show up all the time as life changes, but that Greensboro game is one that people circle. And when you talk about the product on the floor, I mean, just to emphasize the point I made previously, Terrence, we shot 31% from the floor, yeah. had upwards of 18 turnovers, and we're still in the game. Yeah. Typically, that's a recipe to get yourself blown out. So again, a credit to the guys, and is they're just gonna be fun to watch all year. They're yes. fun. They're fun to coach, and they're gonna be fun to watch because they they are first to the floor. They are diving and not giving up on possessions. And even when they, when they make mistakes, and you saw some mistakes that should have been run out layups for Greensburg. We've got guys Cade Cade coming from one end of the baseline in a full spring. Mm-hmm. It's a block at the rim. Mm. Carson turns over at half court, doesn't pout, goes down there and creates a creates a mistake for Greensburg. Jack had a tough pass. And he's diving on the floor three-quarters court away and, again, saves a basket. Yes. So when you have those types of, of plays being made, we'll, we'll, uh, this group's going to get better and better and better. Good deal. Good deal. So Lawrenceburg, um, uh, I believe they've got a better part of four games under their belt already. Uh, nope, just the one. I'm sorry. I was thinking of the. I was thinking of the the, the ladies. I apologize. So the, yeah, so uh, one and zero. Oh, they come in um, one and zero. Oh, just uh, the one game. They scored sixty seven uh, points in that game. I believe. Um, no, 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 no. I apologize. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they scored sixty seven points in that game. Um, so they seem to be. Um, Got some power, some firepower power over there on on that side. Um, what what would be the key in in slowing that down a little bit? I think what I'm interested to see is if we can learn from this past Friday and match their physicality and exceed it. Because mm-hmm. they on Saturday when I went to scout, they played nine. Mm-hmm. Now they've got some guys coming back from football, so have another week of of basketball conditioning under their belt. So we'll see if that changes lineups, rotation. But they can run nine guys in. They're aggressive. They're going to have hands-on. They're going to be physical on box outs. They're going to give you nudges and pushes maybe on box outs. Can we persevere? Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be a telling sign for the Bulldogs this early in the season. Can we learn from last week, persevere in the moment, and turn the thing around and, and take care, better care of the basketball, right. generate better shots for our team and teammates? And when that happens, we'll shoot the ball better. There's, right. That's That was an anomaly Friday night in terms of our three-point shooting. A lot of it was we didn't create very good looks, mm-hmm. right? And then that's on me, so I'll go back and look at that and make those adjustments from the offensively spacing side of things and just showing the guys on film where some of the turnovers are happening, where the spacing gets too compact. And these guys are smart dudes. They'll pick it up quick, and, and we'll see growth occur. And we'll see what the Tigers roll out on uh, roll out on Friday in terms of the rotation. I want to ask you this question. You may not know the answer to it, but I remember Cole in playing JV, um, and he would come up for some varsity minutes pretty much just as a spot-up three-point shooter, give you some firepower from the outside. And then he has this, what I would imagine is a growth spurt. <laughs> um, is he done growing? I think vertically and even horizontally in terms of he's got a 6'10 wingspan. Mm-hmm. But you're going to see that body fill out. Yeah. And, and 
I'm starting to hear from some more college coaches. The most interesting thing about Cole is going to be where he lands, mm-hmm. and, and Cole's very astute. He's all thing he's focused on is taking care and getting ready for Friday night. Sure, right. So he knows, and I think over Christmas he and I will sit down and and really talk about the college route a little bit more, put some more film together, and kind of keep flushing things out because he's he's young for his age. He's he's young enough to be a junior. He's you've seen the and tremendous growth since mm-hmm. even last season. Yes, I mean last February he was still very much a work in progress, and that's to his credit. He's gotten stronger in the weight room with Coach Gellert. He's put a lot of time in on his own shooting, a lot of time in with us de- de- developing skill. And he is absolutely what everybody's looking up for right now in terms of that stretch four. Yes. Cole can run the floor. Mm-hmm. He can he can absolutely shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, he can he has that good turnaround. He has some good post moves. And he doesn't have to reach very far to get up to the rim. So. I'm excited because I think that's a college career. And first and foremost, he's evaluating everything on on academics. Mm-hmm. He is a top top level intellect in terms of academics. So just gonna be like all these guys. It's it's gonna be another baseball bulldog basketball player that makes us awfully awfully proud. Agreed. Uh, no no doubt about that. I'm glad I can be here for for the ride. And Terrence, I'm going to I'm have to pull the dad card. Go ahead. I've got my last child, Eleanor. Uh-huh. She's first grade, so I'm yep. getting ready. I'm going to jet off here and go right to, to Batesville High School and watch the uh, first grade Christmas program uh-huh. and kind of almost have a tear in my eye in terms of it's my last child. I'll see you do that. Is that right? So in about eight minutes, I'll be enjoying Christmas carols. So I appreciate you able to slide me in here a little bit earlier at 630. No worries. I actually probably will be over there with you. Um, but Coach, again, thank you as always for the time. We will see you at Lawrenceburg. Um We'll, we'll catch both the ends of the doubleheader. Uh, thanks so much. We'll see you again soon. Yeah, and we're at we're at home uh, both games this weekend. So if you didn't get to see us play yet, come on out. I think you'll be I think you'll be very very impressed with the boys. One hundred percent. That was head coach Aaron Garrett of the Batesville Bulldogs, and um, one and one on the season. Got a doubleheader this weekend, Friday and Saturday night, and both games at home. That's a rarity. So yes, if you want to see some good high school basketball, check it out. If you can't make it, we will have you covered right here on the Sports Voice of Southeastern Indiana. We'll step away briefly, come back and wrap things up in just a second, right here on Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. What the Fumella? Have you tried the new Fumella, a smoked mozzarella cheese from Ison's Family Pizza? It's a sister cheese to our awesome mozzarella provolone mix. Fumella is a smoky whole milk mozzarella premium cheese from Wisconsin. Available for a limited time on any of Ison's Family Pizza's made-to-order pizzas, hoagies, breadsticks, yum, and salads. Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, and downtown Batesville. What the Fumella? When it comes to your health, it's important you find a healthcare team that is experienced, professional, and compassionate. At Margaret Mary Health, urologist Michael Maggio is all three. Having worked in the field of urology for 30 years, he specializes in treating concerns related to the urinary tract as well as the male reproductive tract. Dr. Maggio sees patients at Margaret Mary's Outpatient and Cancer Center located in Batesville. To learn more, visit mmhealth.org or call 812-933-5110. Back to more Coach's Corner, delivered by Ison's Family Pizza. Get out and uh, support the teams in your area. They all deserve your attendance and appreciate you being there. On 103.9 WRBI. 
Welcome back to uh, Coach's Corner. This episode brought to you in part by Fleetwood Chevrolet, Buick Gehrings, and Ison's Family Pizza. That's going to do it for today's show. Uh, a great show that all basketball um, edition where we had a chance to speak with both the men's and women's uh, coaches from uh, uh, Batesville High School, uh, the Lady Bulldogs. They're 1-0 in conference play, and they will be taking on Lawrenceburg as well as the men's team this week. Um, we'll see if they can stay on top of uh, the EIAC. And uh, Aaron Garrett and the squad, well, they've got a double uh, back-to-back this week, Friday and Saturday night. And as Coach Garrett so eloquently stated, both all games are important, but Friday night means more. That'll be a conference game. Uh, it'll be their first conference game of the season uh, for the Bulldogs and uh, the Tigers, for that matter. So you'll know both teams are one, and I think Coach uh, said it best. You know, you're, you're not going to win your conference in game one, but, boy, a win there definitely can't help you down the road. And, uh, of course, Milan will be in action um, tomorrow night as well. They've got, uh, count them, two games this week as well. Um, they will be at home, I believe it is, tomorrow night. And that's when they will take on uh, Southwestern of Hanover. Excuse me, uh, that's on the road. Tomorrow night is on the road, uh, traveling down to Hanover, take on Southwestern. And then they'll come home on Saturday night for Edinburgh. Let's see if they can continue that one-game winning streak. Uh, got their first win here last week and looking to add on to that. Um, really got some great basketball going on throughout the region. Get out to these gyms and check them out. If not, go to our website, wrbiradio.com. Click on the sports schedule and see what games we have for you because um, we've got games for you just about every night of the week as well. Be sure to check that out. want to thank our sponsors one last time. Ison's Family Pizza, Garing's Fleetwood, Chevrolet, Buick, George's Pharmacy and Medical Equipment, Great Plains Communications, Bronze Gutswiller, Margaret Mary Health, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, SEI Fiber by Southeastern Indiana, REMC, Hurt and Elko, and Decatur County Memorial Hospital. Be sure to check us out again next week this exact same time at the exact same place for another edition of Coach's Corner. We leave you with the immortal words of the Hall of Famer himself. He always said, trust and believe in yourself. You've got this. So from all of us at WRBI, including my good friend John Heil back at the station producing yet another award-winning broadcast, this is Terrence Arney saying thanks so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to Country 103.9 WRBI and online at WRBIRadio.com. Listen Monday nights at 6 for Coach's Corner from Ison's Family Pizza in downtown Batesville on 103.9 WRBI. Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville.